Welcome to the Friday Hour Show. Joining me so far is Corey. I'm waiting on Jerome. He's got tech issues. He's always got issues, that lads, I tell you. There's something wrong. Corey, how are we doing, mate? I'm not too bad. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, good looking forward to this. Oh, mate, I'm freezing my balls off. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here he is, Jerome. He's joined us. Hooray! Hooray! Oh, wait. Oh, he sounds like a mic. Dalek. Yeah. Can you, Mike, draw um, your sound? Can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a really shit Terminator. It sounded like a Dalek. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Exterminate. Sounds like, can you remember, I don't know if you ever used to watch wrestling, Kane with that old... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's manager. You talk about his manager. Yeah. manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he got signed? Yeah, yeah, much much How better. we doing, mate? Not bad, not bad. Thank you. How are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, good. All man. right, man. Good, good, good. Oh, mate, I've just been telling Corey I'm freezing my nuts off <laughs> again. I'll stick the heating on. I have, mate. It's it's the north. Yeah, we get it worse. <laughs> that's true. That's why nobody wants to live up there. No, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> oh man, let's get started into it. Uh, did you watch the game last night, Corey? Did you yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch? I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Um, should we talk about it? Yeah, yeah, go talk for it. it. Tell me. Um, all right. First half was like, it was shit. Like, it was, you know, there really wasn't much to talk about. Do you know what I mean? It's just a lot of like slow passing again. And do you know what I mean? No one really stood out. Any chances we got, we missed them badly. Um, yeah, it wasn't really impressive anyone so much in the first half. But second half, different game. Um, I have to say, um, you know, what's his name again? My mind's gone blank. Midfielder. Willick. Willick. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I have a moment. you got to yeah. narrow it down better than that. Like, what's his name again? Midfielder. <laughs> Willick. Willick impressed Willick. me. I thought Willick's, you know, this is the second Europa um, League game in a row where he's actually, you know, been quite effective. Um, his movement yeah. was good. His passing was good. You know, he runs inside into the box. I was impressed with very like sort of Ramsey esque. You know those late runs. Um, I think it takes a player with intelligence to know. You know when to when to hold and when to go. Um, you know, I, I was quite impressed with that. Um, yeah, Pepe, yeah, I agree. I agree with Willock definitely, mate. I think it's maybe he's pushing towards that Premier League team, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's not. Look, he's not like anybody else in midfield is really like making a case for him not getting a game. So, I mean, he from from that from that display, he, he deserves a shot just like anybody else because you know nobody else is pulling up trees. So, you know, why not give him a shot? Give it, you know, give him a few minutes because we ain't yeah. seen him. We haven't even seen him in the squad. Do you know what I mean? So, you think on those performances, you know, if you perform like that, then you have to get a place in the squad. Otherwise, it's just it's just not fair. I agree. Wholeheartedly yeah. agree. So um yeah, I was impressed I with him. Um Pepe got another goal. Um, you know, he got he got uh, it was he a got, shit performance by him though, really. Yeah, it? but do you know what? It's like that sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes. Getting, sometimes, but we'd be getting shit performances from a lot of players at, with no goals. Do you see what I'm saying? So if someone mm. plays shit and they score, I'll take that. So um with him, because he got pulled off like quite early. Um, in the last Europa game, thinking that you know he's probably going to start against United, and he didn't even come on. 
No. So I don't know if I don't know if, if Arteta planned to bring him on, and then the way the game was going, we got the penalty, and he was a sharp shop. Um, he decided not to or what, but um, now you know he scored again. Uh, the teams that are playing in the Premier League are not scoring, so therefore the guys that are scoring, even if it's in Europa League, have to get some minutes in the league. So he's 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 making his case as well. So yeah, in the end, good scoreline. Four-one looks good. You know, what I mean, it's much better performance. But I, I, I'd like us to play for that for like that for ninety minutes. Yeah, I think we all would. To be fair, Jerome, go on, mate. Yeah, just what an easy reckon? ground out win. Um, I think, like Corey said, first half was just did we weren't we didn't wake up. It was one of them games. that was that first half. Oh, what's going on? Um, I think my biggest problem with our performance, even during the second half, is Eddie as a focal point. Um, uh, someone said to me, maybe he needs time still to go out on loan. He does get goals. He's his little fox in the box, but he's not the hold-up link-up guy that I'm seeing yet. And I don't know. We're getting a decent performance, but it's not anyone fantastic, so I'm not raving no. or nothing yet. I think the theory for that, that I've got around Eddie, Eddie is I think the Premier League is too physical for him. These guys in uh, different, you know, I mean, different Premier League teams there. Big, burly, very athletic defenders. Whereas when he comes up to these lower, say, European league clubs, he's not re- he's getting more of the ball, he's seeing more of the chances. But where he's getting from what he's getting in the Premier League, that's my theory on it. At the minute, maybe he does need a loan. I agree with that. I just don't think at this moment in time, after watching him in these Premier League matches that he's been in, I just don't think he's going to get the time or the effort or he's, he's going to make it personally. Hmm. What do you guys think that. that? Yeah, that. I, think, I think it's not even just the physical side of the Premier League, it's just the level of the Premier League. Mm. Do you know what I mean? The, with Enketia, he's just not that level. We have to remember, yeah, he went out to Leeds in the Championship, they sent him back, you know. Um, well, yeah, he played He played quite a bit, uh, not often. But he scored he, the first few games, didn't he? I mean, yeah, he scored a couple of games. Yeah, scored in the first couple of games, and then he just went off, didn't he? he didn't even get in, on the uh, bench, did he? So he, it just makes yeah. you wonder, doesn't it? So they sent him back. He came at us. Obviously, Arteta saw something that he likes in him, and look, he scored the odd goal here and there. But I think it's fair to say that we have none. None of us have seen anything special him to make. Yeah, to make you think. Oh, actually, if he works on that, or if he, you know, he's more consistent doing this. Then yeah. he could become a, a you know a real Arsenal level. That's what we're talking about, like an Arsenal level striker. And so, you know, I think he's going to have to do for this season as like as a as a backup. But um, in terms of like long term future at Arsenal, unless he did, there's a real coming of age moment, you know, I don't I don't mm. I don't see him ha- don't see it happening for him at this no. club. And I don't and I don't know I don't think there's going to be a queue of other Premiership clubs. No, I'm going to take him. It's going to struggle. Definitely going to struggle. Sorry. Uh, I wasn't overly impressed with it. It was nice to see a 4 1 win in the end. I just wasn't overly impressed with the game. And Kalasniak's missed. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Uh, wow. wow. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, wow. Just proves the point that he is absolute dog shit. Really, it's it's not it's not it's not happened for him at Arsenal. I mean, you know, he came with a big reputation. Um, when he, he first came to the club, free. I think that was the only. He for, yeah, he came for free, but he he done really well 
Um, in Do you that second best Bundesliga assist that season or something like that, or from a left yeah. back? He was, a, he, was a, he was an absolute train going up and down that left, mm. you know, in, in the Bundesliga. So, you know, it's it's not like he's a shit player, but sometimes it just don't work for guys mm. in, the, in a different league, in a different, you know, in a different team or whatnot. Sometimes people have to be in a certain environment in order to, to thrive. For everyone. It's not for everyone. And I think oh, for, he, he's definitely... He's definitely proven that. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? You got someone like Tierney who's come from the Scottish League, and he, but he's still, he's still thriving. He's still looking good. He's still improving game on game. Yeah, I think, I, that's I, the, uh, yeah I think that's the difference in the Scottish League compared to the German League. Yeah, the German League is obviously full of better players in some respect. Uh, you've got that thingy, but I think the Scottish League shows that physical side similar to what the Premier League is. All right, uh, or sorry, lower league English. Like the championship or League One, for instance, that physical, athletic side of it, because you know you've got to deal with the cold and everything up there. It's there's a lot, it's a lot going on, isn't there? But when you come from Germany, you ain't got to deal with the sort of the weather situation. Uh, you've got you ain't, it's it's very. I I find the German league very slow. That's my yeah. I, I, I you know the, the German league is not that great. No, no, let's be let's be one, honest. There. It used to be. It used to be it, the there. level. The levels used to be quite up there, you know, with mm -hmm. along with with the Premier League and La Liga, but it's dropped off. That's why when we send our youngsters there, they absolutely look like world beaters. You know, <laughs> when we, Nelson went there, did well. Um, Lookman from Everton went there. You know, yeah. looked a totally different player. Um, Sancho, Sancho stayed, Sancho's stayed gone there. there, and he's absolute superstar over there. Do you know what I mean, I'm not saying he's not a good player, but do you know what I mean he's he's yeah. it'd be hard for him to replicate in the Premier League what he's done there. Mm. You well, there's a reason why I said he got rid of him. <laughs> so you know, it's, <laughs> so in terms of impressing in the in the Bundesliga, I think if you've got a bit of talent, it's not that hard. You know, no, no, no. I I agree. There's only one team really in Bundesliga. One, maybe one and a half teams, and that's <laughs> Munich and Dortmund. Yeah, you don't really hear yeah. about anything else. And, no, uh, like, uh, like Leipzig. Uh, Leipzig. You know, I think they're they, five years deep, though, aren't they? You're sorry. They're, they're not. They're quite a new team, so they've still got. Yeah, there's, still, well, they've lost a lot of their decent good. players, didn't they? Uh, you know, they lost their their main strike threat in Werner, who went to Chelsea, and, and whoever else left there. It's just it, it just seems to be like yeah, every now and again you'll get one German team that'll be like oh let's shock everybody and go up there and be there. And I think that's there that was that time and same same with the Premier League. Every now and again you'll get one team that just seems to shock everyone, like Leicester and you know, Blackburn and. <laughs> You know, stuff yeah. like that. Just every now and again, you'll get one team, and then now it's just like you know, because Munich just seem to buy everyone. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> they just buy all the decent players in the German league. It's like, right, yeah. we'll have him. Yeah, come on. That's why it wouldn't. That's why the situation would never change. When there was a Jurgen Klopp over there, you know, with Dortmund, then yeah, you know, because you've got a, an elite level manager yeah. at the other yeah, club, yeah. then you know that puts it, that gives them a chance, and he's him and his team are obviously good at unearthing. Um, hidden gems, um, but you know that can only last so long. And then, like you know, Bayern Munich got a checkbook out, started buying up those players that were there, and then you know, off. See you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that league. So, but he, but you know, Klesnitz came from that league. He done well there. He's been, he's had odd moments here and there where he's actually looked quite good. Um, mm. But they're few and far between. 
And that, that that's why he's still at this club. No, not even the teams back in Germany want him because of the wages that we've mm. got him on. You know, he's no they're not pay, he's nowhere near gonna get that anywhere else. So he, he ain't getting hundred grand anywhere else. No, no. So we're stuck with him. That's like, and it's just been the, just, grand. Yeah. yeah. And this has been the case with Arsenal for a while now, even back when for Wenger, who, you know, at one point Wenger was known for being quite stingy, you know, in terms of like paying wages and stuff. Yeah. And then we got really generous all of a sudden and Nicholas Bentner and plays like that. And Denilson were actually on really big contracts and it's just, and it's just stayed the same, same way ever since. And, and we ain't learned from it because we're still stuck with players that we can't get rid of. Yeah. Well, well this is Mikel's job now, isn't it? This is what him and Hedu is doing. They're tweeting him out and say last year of contracts will be getting changed. Yeah, but they're not, they're not going to do, they didn't, they weren't successful in the summer. We expected a lot of departures in the summer. And yeah, but there's did, a lot of, there's a lot of free transfers due to go. End uh, the yeah, I, I think it was yeah. more hope of getting rid of him so we could get something for them in the yeah. summer. But with him being a lot of them going leaving in end of this season, then it's it, exactly. who's going to pay hundred grand a week to him and pay, uh, you know, an, a, a fee when they could probably wait a year and you know it, it's just it's it's crap how it works. But I don't think the whole world situation that's happening now at the minute has helped either um you know with a lot of well with covid really you know? <laughs> yeah. that and help that and help the situation i don't think either especially with a lot of teams yeah know, especially we... especially like the lower league in like say lower league spanish teams and the lower league german teams it can't have helped their situation financial situation who were most likely to buy these types of play, uh, the, these players rather than your big Barcelona's Madrid because they ain't going for these types of players no. <laughs> at all. So no. it's, yeah, so I think that's the whole situation. I think that's that's what screwed it up a bit. Mm. Right, let's get on to the game. Is it Sunday? You see, yeah, yeah. it's Sunday. always Sunday. I, it's when are Europa's back? Yeah, it's Sunday, Sunday standard Sunday. or Monday. Yeah. You see, th- yeah, this is pisses me off. Sometimes I do want to watch Arsenal on a Saturday. Do you know what I mean? Oh, totally yeah. Not. yeah, definitely. Mm. I'm saying that though. If it was three o'clock on a Saturday, we still won't get to watch it. I know, but it's still it's like it's the it's nice <laughs> to look forward to. It. Even if you're going to be checking the score, you know, it's like on that yeah. kind of Saturday afternoon. Do you know what I mean? When it's on a yeah. Sunday, like right at the end of the weekend, and it's this one's literally right at the end because it's like yeah. quarter past seven. Quarter past seven kickoff. Yeah, so right. we've got what's you know, we've got... it's on. Box okay. office. Well, box office. Yeah. yeah, it's on box office. We won't manage it. Uh, it's, uh, I'll stream it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd take that to be fair. <laughs> it. Uh, we're away, aren't we? So I'll start with no, no, we're at home. We're at home. No, we're, we're at home. home. Yeah. Yes, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's the box office and we're at home? That's tight, man. I don't know. Well, I'll start with a home team then. Um, I've got to figure out my buttons early. I think it's going to be pretty much exactly the same as United. Um, I can't see any difference. Just with who played uh, in the Europa. Uh, I know William played pretty much all the game. Did he? Play all the game, you know. I, I, my stream was jumping in and out. When he got he got swapped for Saka, didn't he? He did get swapped for Saka, yeah. So yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> I want ah uh, yeah. That probably is going to be the team. To be fair, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Leno obviously. Um, Holding, he seems to be. He seems to play when he's fit. Gabriel signing of the season. 
so far. Oh, yeah, definitely. Can't take him out of the team. Yeah, of course not. Like, you know, that would, that's madness at this stage. Like, the fact that he, way in there, this, guy, this, this guy still don't know English or anything. Can he absolutely just, you know, <laughs> busting it back there? I know he's so, and he's young. Well, how old is he? Like 22? 20 yeah 21 22 something like that. What, yeah, yeah we got it's um it's 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 um refreshing for us to buy a player at this age and actually think you know what his his values is going to exponentially go up whilst he's in the team as opposed to the uh, other I, way around oh i also just think it's been a while since we signed a defender that we're like oh my gosh look at this defender <laughs> mm, yeah. you know it has been a long time that we're all like oh the defender or like we always talk about our attackers how we look going forward but it's nice to actually say ah oh, this defender there's no getting past him it's been a very long time since we've spoken like that yeah yeah and so i think i'm looking forward to i mean i'm actually already looking forward to next season to see who else we're going to buy to sort of partner him because you know the way that we're sort of set up now and the kind of conservative tactics and whatnot you know we could really become uh, a fortress um again you know, back to the sort of George Graham days where we can have like a, a back line that is um Solid. oh my back yeah you not talk I need to um charge this my battery's no. <laughs> everyone's having tech issues why is it always on my show? <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep that... it interesting yeah aren't we just right yeah uh I agree with you guys Gabriel we uh, there was an Ars Brothers show earlier on this morning because uh, we had to go with the Australian and the American uh, timeline. So we was discussing a bit about Gabriel and we were saying how easy it has been for him to slot into that position and just make it his own. It is not that big, burly, in typical English defender that everyone seems to think he is. He's got a brain about him. He... Like if we if we watched him against Rashford and Greenwood against Man United, for instance, and this is similar to what we were saying on the other show, is it, when you watch him on there, when you watch him against Rashford, he he draws him into you know he draws them into him and say, look, if you're gonna go past me, you've got to go through me, hmm. and you ain't getting through me, <laughs> and yeah. that's what everyone seems you know, and I think that's what everyone seems to be impressed with him for that. Because he he's done that with pretty much everyone up he's come up against. You know, he did it at City with uh, Mares. You know, if you're going to come past me, you better come through me. You know, and he's done it so often. And I think that's what's the most impressive thing about him. And with him being in such a young age, and the ceiling that he's probably got as well. He's, he's got a high ceiling. He's still developing, and I think that's what's really impressive and yeah, very exciting to be. It's a yeah. steal, and for twenty odd million, yeah, it's a huge steal. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's refreshing. I mean, to 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 get it's like it's like how it used to be, you know, back in winning his glory days, where you buy this player and we get into next to nothing. Um, but we knew what it was when Wenger bought a player, especially yeah, from the French league, and um, we we then decided to expect that this player would become something special. You know, even though we didn't spend a lot of money on them, so it kind of takes me back to that. So yeah, really excited. And then his 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 guy next to him, Tierney, he's just he's just impressing me more and more. I mean, he's in a he's in a back three, but he still gets up like a left back. He's that free role defender that just does what he likes. Yeah, he does his job at both ends. Yeah, so I love that. I love that. So it's like it's like it's like a new thing. Like you know, you put in this like. Left back in a left center um, back 
position, but he's not compromising his game. He's just, he's just like, all right, I'm going to do my defensive duties and I'm going to do my offensive duties. And I've got the energy and the pace that, you know, Neva has to suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, if this if this formation stays, I think he stays there. I don't think um, any, any centre-back is ousting him from that. No, and I think with his... He's got a really good link-up play with Saka as well on that left-hand side. Mm. And they both seem to complement each other really well going up and down the field. You know, it's it, it makes, you know, because when Saka will come inside, Tierney will blast past him and cross it in, you know. So t- Saka a lot of the time bring, draws players away from Tierney to go past. Same situation, Tierney draws players so Saka can, can go past. You know, it, it, they complement each other really, really well. And it's it, that's another thing as well. It's like it's really exciting to see these young players who haven't really been on the pitch together a lot. You know, they've only had a season, and you got to think they're not playing every game during that season. They're only playing what, thirty games maximum, maybe maybe a few more together. So it's nice to see that little connections that you, you notice in this season as well. And again, similar to Gabriel, you know. He hadn't played with Holden a lot, but uh, when we watched him against Man United, it was solid, really. There's only, what, one or two shots that really I thought against United, where I thought, oh, crap. And that was a Greenwood. And that was a, that one of them was definitely the Greenwood, and Leno saved it with his feet. Hmm. And I think I think that's the only one I thought, oh, crap, here we go. This is going in. And it, it didn't, you know. And other than that, I thought them two were probably one of the two of the best players on the pitch that game. You know, they were really solid. Uh, barring the barring the midfielders, I think they were really solid. I think Saka does. He just seems to play well with everyone. You know, do you remember when? Um, Martinelli. You know, it was him. And it was he's playing at left back, and Martinelli was on the left. How well those two played together? Yeah, yeah, you know? right. Yeah, I just feel like anyone anyone that that plays near him and has to interchange with him and whatnot um, is going to enjoy it because he's you know for such a young player he's intelligent. He knows position he knows movement and that's why he's so versatile he can play in midfield he can play as a left winger right winger left back you know he understands football yeah can be like you know total football and um and he never lets you down so yeah another young player that you know yeah he just needs to practice his right foot finishing for me that's all i want him to practice now just some right foot finishing. Yeah, three games I, on the I drop agree. that he could have buried them. Like, and and I was hoping you would just to get the monkey off his back. So that's it. Um, yeah, just his right foot finishing. Yeah, I agree. Um, forward wise, even with them three that we've got there, even including Pepe, and he he scored last night. Scoring goals is worrying me at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's everyone. It's just, it's just, it's just a glaring, obvious problem yeah. with, with the team, and I, you know, I, it's it's hard to even find any type of like glimmer of like you know if there's any moments in the match where it's sort of like oh if you know if we did more of that, it's hard to find those moments because it's like it's it's very um, slow and unimaginative like our forward play, hmm. and um, and I think some people. Um, try to highlight um, individual players and say, oh, you know, what's he doing? I was, I was watching Aspros this morning yeah. and I saw you guys and you talk about Willian <laughs> and, um, you know, it's really sort of giving Willian a hard time. But, you know, 
Yeah, he's, he's William's not the type of guy that you buy to be the the solution to to, the, to this problem. But it's it's bigger than him. It's you know it's much we, bigger. Than yeah, him. we we know that, and obviously because it's a because it, well, it is on a, the Hasbro's monthly. We we rate players who we every game during the month. So it's only league games throughout the month, and we give them a a three two one. So top person will get three points then two points, then one point, and then you'll get the minus. So whoever's played the worst. So the worst will get minus three, then minus two, and then minus one, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it goes up. And it's just unfortunate at the minute that it seems to be our forwards that are getting these minuses. Uh, because, well, as as you was watching earlier, you you know it's William. Yes, I feel a bit, I feel a bit bad because I give him minus two. I think I give him minus two on the Man United game. But after watching it back, I thought, yeah, actually, I've, I may have been too harsh. And I think Manny, who, who's also been on here, who's, uh, who's another ass bro, I think he's on the same old Arsenal tonight. So if you do what, if you are watching this, stay with us. Don't go to our, don't, don't go to the same on Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and he said that he pretty much said the same. He felt, he felt like it was too harsh. But I think it's the frustration around that whole forward line at the minute that they're not scoring goals, they're not trying to create anything. It's just really frustrating where where we see like the likes of a Lacazette and a Bamiyang. And I think this whole thing around a Bamiyang at the minute that he can't do no wrong, he's our main goal scorer. He hasn't scored in the last, I think it's five games, other than that penalty. Yeah, yeah, he scored a goal in the Europa League, but that don't yeah, count. Yeah, yeah, Europa don't count, but in yeah. the league... Barring the penalty, that he just—I think he didn't score. I think he scored. He scored two so far this season. Hmm. I think that's—I think yeah. that's right. And this, I mean, is our, this is our main talisman. This is what everyone's been saying who should be scoring goals. He's got—he's one of the best strikers in the world. He's our captain. Why isn't he scoring goals? And the only thing I can see personally, I say he's lazy. Not in the sense—not in the same sense that I would say lazy as in. Urzel lazy, for instance, but let's not get into that one. I see it as lazy. He's he's not trying hard enough to get in the box. He's not trying hard enough to create a chance for himself. That's why I mean by lazy. He's not a lazy player by all means. He's up and down the pitch. He's, he does do the running. I just don't think he wants to score. He's that lazy. That laziness is like, oh, can't be asked. Someone else just do it. That's what I see make my lazy. You know, I just, you know what? I I really just don't think it's down to any one individual. Like when I look, no, at, when you look at when you look at this when you look at this team, right? You look at this team. Where do you see like any from any individuals? Do you see creativity? You know who's who? Which one of these players do you think? Okay, they're they're little magician. They can sort of get the team clicking. They keep they get this team ticking, and you know who. You know, none you look of, at like none of them. Are, none of none of them are that. What would you call a, a creative player? Not one of them. No. But there are chances being created in the game. Be that being from say Tierney, from Saka, uh, from, even El Nenny was creating. You know, putting in balls into the box. You got Bellerin is crossing shit, but he was still doing it. So there is opportunities there. But it's it's, it's all just too- no one, not one of them forward line and it, like you say it's not per se one individual it's all of them 
are not taking that chance. They're not. When you see a ball get crossed into the box, you know, from you know, be, be it Sakatini or Bellerin, for argument's sake, you don't see anyone running onto it. It just goes wasted, or you'll see a half ass jump, you know. And then yeah. when you see someone taking a corner, you, be that Willian, be it Ceballos, be it Pepe, it gets hit at the first man every time. Yeah. And I think that's what's annoying me more than anything. Yeah, but this is it. The thing is, when when I see us defend, I see us defend with a lot more intensity. Yeah, a lot more urgency. When we when we haven't when we've lost the ball, I see us, you know, at as it's going to action. When we've got the ball and it's time to attack, it's just slow and ponderous. So mm-hmm. when you say that like Aubameyang's lazy, I kind of agree with you. But it's like it's the, it's the pace of like you know, have how we're moving the ball around. It's like, it's, it feels lazy. It feels slow. Yes. So I think he's then reacting to it because he's like, well, why am I moving at double speed when everybody else is at half speed? Do you know what I mean? But then don't we, but don't, don't we want our players to demand more from the others? Make me do something, you know? Uh, for me, Aubameyang don't make enough. There's times he could be making that run but behind, but he's not, not demanding, not getting upset and saying, look, put me in. Next time, look, man, put me in. Not enough. For me, that's where I call it. Like, you know what? You see other players get annoyed. Come on, man. I want the ball. Like, put there. There's not enough of that. As much as you're keeping the ball and doing other bits and keeping it slow, I want my captain, my strikers to be demanding that you fucking send me forward with the ball towards the goal. Like, whether sometimes it don't happen, cool. But I'm telling you, look, I'm making the runs. What's wrong with you, look? But then, them runs that just don't seem to be happening with that front three, whether it be Orbs, Laka, William, Pepe, whichever way we switch up these people, it just don't seem to be happening. No, I agree with you. And, I, and it's just made me think of a point. I've seen a couple of times where Aubameyang has made them runs. He's put his arm in the air while he's running, but the ball do not go to him. But what he does is he, he does that little jump and he goes, oh, you don't see that screaming at the player, like, what the fucking hell are you doing? Why aren't you passing me the ball? Like, yeah. And you, that's your captain as well. Why should he be captain? No. Should he be captain? Because you know what? When I think of Aubameyang, I don't think captain. Yeah, no. I know yeah he doesn't have the personality. Yeah, tradition at Arsenal, just giving the best player that armband. But when when I was like, for instance, when I was watching the, the All or Nothing um, documentaries. Which one? The, both of them, the Man City one and the, the Tottenham one, and you, when you see the role of the captain, even in the dressing room, where they have to give the you know the talks and to g g up the team and whatnot. So I imagine a Bamiyang, you know, before the start of the game, like in a huddle, trying to g everyone up, and I'm just like, nah, I can't see it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't think yeah. he has that type of personality that can really get me. You know what I mean? Get me yeah, really I'm up for the match. I think he's a, probably a nice guy, but is he bringing that intensity and that and that? That desire he'd make me win. have fun. He'd make yeah, me have fun like, in that, you know, like just before, hey, you know, he's yeah, a bit of a vibe. He's popular in the dressing room. Yeah. But, you know, I feel I feel like this team here, like because it doesn't have, it's not full of like loads of creative players, full of wizards or whatnot. We're going to have to like overwhelm teams with our hard work. Like we've got at El Nenny, we've got a party who, who are hardworking and aggressive and whatnot. So we need to be more aggressive in winning the ball back further up the pitch and just being able to get it to our front three um, more consistently and quicker. And, but with that, you need to have a lot of passion because you're going to need to like, really like, you know, be running a lot. And, you know, sometimes you, a lot of players don't really want to do that. They don't have to, but we got, we need to bring that into the team where it's like, 
you know, defending, that's all good and well and good. But when it comes to attack, we need to be attacking like we're 1-0 down with 10 minutes to go in a Champions League final. Like, but from, from kickoff. Yeah. You know, because we can't, we, we can't, we're not a team that could afford to sort of sit back, be patient, stroke the ball around. And then we've got like an Andre Perlo or a Zinedine Zidane who's going to find that pass, you know, to slip somebody in that nobody saw and score a goal. We don't have that. We don't have that type of, we don't have those type of players. So no, we're going to have to just be. Well, you say, well, we don't have them type of players, but we we do have Partey who can sort, he can find them passes. We want, oh, bearing in mind, we've only just got him. So, we, you know, we, we haven't really seen much of him yet. But we have got a player that can find them sort of key passes in them sort of areas. He can do it, but again, like I just said, he's you know he's only just joined, Danny. So he's this is going to be his what a third game if he plays tomorrow on Sunday. Yeah, party off game. Yeah, part no, I know Partey's a baller. He's got he's yeah. got a great range of pass. Like his his long range passing is excellent. Yeah, short range. You know he puts himself about the pitch, um, but it's not what he's known for. No, you know, so I still feel like if we can just up the, the tempo, you know, 20%, then someone like Partey could be more effective, um, you know, in yeah, the, definitely. you know, but like I said, but sort of this slow, ponderous way that we're playing, it's, it's not, su- it's not suiting the players that we've got, you no. know, Bellerin's a runner, Saka is a runner, you know, Partey is box to box, he's dynamic, El Neni's quite dynamic, mm. you know, when you, if you, if you keep that, in the team consistently for the 90 minutes, then I feel like the front three will benefit from it. There's also this thing that really is doing made in. I don't know if you saw it when I mentioned it on Aspros this morning is that we always try and pass the ball into the box and we always trying to get close as possible to score a goal. That's mm. really doing made in. That's really the old Wenger-esque style that we used to do, you know, pass it around a lot and then try and go for the easy option. We've got players in that team that can absolutely smash it from 20, 30 yards out. You know, we have got players in our team that can do it. Ceballos can do it. Partey is known for doing it before. Xhaka, he can do it, bearing in mind he's 1 in 30 before he even hits the target. You know, Aubameyang can do it. William can do it. I'm sure Lacazette and William can do it. it. But you know what? Those kind of shots are shots you do when you're confident. Yeah. When you're feeling true. confident, you feel like you can score from anywhere. This team yeah. is devoid of confidence when it comes mm-hmm. to attacking. So they're not going to do it. They're going to try and walk mm-hmm. it into the net. They're like, yeah. I don't even want to take a shot because I don't feel confident that, you know, unless I'm tapping it in, that's going to go in. Yeah. So, well, that's the issue, isn't it? A bit of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Things will get better. When, when we get a bit of confidence in the team, team when te- confident teams do run harder and faster and they, the intensity is up when they're confident. Well, I think I think the confidence is up. I think we just like like the games before you got remember we took two losses in a row in the Prem, you know, on Sunday. I think they're just playing a bit safe. Don't really want to. I think now we're looking at on Sunday we're probably going to this game a lot more confident. Um in even all, your tackles. In all fairness, yeah, I'm gonna say in all fairness, Jerome, uh, in that man U game, we should have absolutely battered them in that game. They, but I they think were they were set up but it's a fear of Old Trafford and not getting embarrassed. Yeah, I in, thought we just played like just it was a bit of safety, and then players didn't really want to open and stretch themselves mm-hmm. up. But yeah. twenty minutes, twenty minutes into it, then players should have known these guys don't want it. Yeah, these guys are not set up for this game. 
Yeah, we, yeah, we're, we're owning this at the minute. This is all ours. Go for it. Ammer and Tong, get a couple of goals. You know, yeah. and that, that's they, what really frustrated me about the United game. Yeah, they they were there to be slapped. Like, yeah. we, any other team would have absolutely smashed them. And I was a bit like, you know, our, our play, they was, they was allowing us to play. We put stroking the ball around. I was like, yeah, this is the game where we can get that confidence because... It's all good, you know, beating someone in Europa, or whatever, doesn't. But you don't, you you know, in the back of your mind, like it's it's only mold, mold day. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, whatever. But when you when you can when you can actually turn over a Man United, then you that's when you really feel like you've achieved something, you know. And then you feel like, yeah, I'm back, you know. That's why that, that's the games where you get your big hairy bollocks and just slap them on the table in front of someone. Look what I did. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, no, that, that's, exactly. that's them type of games. You know, you're very well this season in the league. Yeah, but you can still point. Yeah, we smashed them all over the place. That was, yeah, you know, that we game. don't have those players. We don't have those players. We don't have those players. I don't, I don't you say that. You say to, that, but to, to do they, other other teams and you like look at look at Leeds against Liverpool. They ain't got the players that you would have expected. All right, I know they lost against Liverpool. No, no, but I'm not they, talking the quality. I'm talking the heart sense. Uh, we might do a little bit now in the heart sense, like as a team. You know, you talk about Leeds when they came up. They was a team. They, that heart was in it to fight for each other and to ride and to prove a point to Liverpool for Leeds. Some of these players don't really have that heart to prove a point week in, week out, you know. Start yeah, of the season, Orbs had a point to prove. Is that point still being proved? Yeah, we spoke about this before when I I said Lacazette, he's not a killer, Mm. you know. Mm. Lacazette's not a killer. Like, William, William's a hard-working guy. Like, you know, you're putting a shift for the team. He's not a killer, you know. We lack lack that type of character in the side, you know. Yeah, someone with a killer instinct in front of goal. Yeah, because because as much as we can talk about creativity and whatnot, like you just mentioned Leeds, yeah. Who mm-hmm. you know what makes Leeds so creative? You know they do create a lot of chances. It's just, it's the team. It's that we we give credit we give credit to the manager, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We say that the manager is able to bring something out in these players that makes them competitive in any match, no matter who they're playing against. Mm. So I don't think that we should always let Arteta off the hook. Where we can give credit to other managers for doing what they do, give credit to Klopp and Pep and whatnot. With Arteta, we can give him credit, but when it comes to the lack of creativity, yeah, we have to look at him as well and say, like, what is it that you know you're not doing that is making so that you know we're the, the play is so slow and so predictable, and when and there's no urgency in the side. Yeah, could you I, think- I, can, I can see that. Yeah, uh, because I'm sorry, Jerome. I'll just do this. I'll just say this yeah, quickly. Uh, I I sort of get you on that because I've been getting to that yeah. point now. Is do we carry on giving Arteta a free pass is there a point now towards this season where we've got to start questioning his tactics his you know uh, what he's doing with the team do we is there a when when is that point when we can start i think yeah i don't think you should get free like how long he's been in this job how long you know um (coughs) similar similar left for time to sort of like lampard and ole gonna social no one lets them off the hook Every every week, Ole is in the press, you know, talking I, about yeah, it. United finished third, yeah, in the Champions League. They beat PSG, yeah, and they and you know what I mean, this smashed um thingy, 
5-1 as well. Oh, yeah, Leipzig, yeah. Yeah. Now, if we did that, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Happy days. But yet, he's always had a threat of getting the sack. Do you know what I mean? I, so, and Lampard gets criticised. Oh, they can't, Chelsea can't defend. Ollie, the goals, da, da, da. They both had a bit, a longer period, different kind of structure. You, We can't really compare Lampard's expenditure this summer to ours. He's Lampard didn't dealing spend with a penny when he first came in. He didn't spend yeah, one penny. Yeah, but this season, yeah, but this season, yeah, compared but to what we spent in the Champions League, and he didn't spend a penny. Yeah, and no one really. And they lost, he and got they lost a free pass last year. He got huh? a free pass last year. He got yeah, a free, he pass, got a free last pass last year, and he done he done well with it. So I'm, what I'm saying is that Ooh. people still talk about Arteta's, him now. Like, is he good Arteta's enough? Arteta's got to get given. We had an eighth eighth squad with only two real additions to steal us up. We can't really say that Arteta is going to make every single one of them play. But a lot of these players are playing shook more than that. These men are shook. These men yeah, are but shook. I'm saying how much is how much is that how much of that is his responsibility? I don't I don't think what? he's I think he's still like getting it out of them and then they get on the pitch and then they get all wobbles again. I really do. But again, like like I said, if we give managers credit for stopping that, yeah, and giving players confidence, yeah, then when he's failing to do it, do we do we not talk about it? Well, well, we've got to see the next game because, you know, that was one, two. He, he lack of creativity. Who do we put in to create? This is the problem. As much as he might be seeing a little bit of confidence against our trainers when they get on the pitch, I just don't think they've got it. I think I'll think we I, I give them a free pass this year. I really would. I don't know. I really mean, would. for me, I look, I look, let me run. I like Arteta. Everyone that knows, like, and we watch podcasts in the pod, I was, I was the one advocating for him to get the job in the first place. And, and I still think he's doing a decent job. However, there's like a now there's a big glaring problem with the team. You know, it's we're very unbalanced, and that needs to be addressed. So I'm like, well, you know, I just want to know from his perspective, like, what is he trying to do about it? Because you know, we haven't seen too many like alterations in terms of like I've been crying for Abamyang to go down the middle. Yeah. He's he's refusing. It's like he, he seems like someone that's watched Aubameyang all his career and thought he'd be better down the left. So he's just not changing it. Yeah. Well, Aubameyang so, constantly down the left at Dortmund now. So huh? yeah, Aubameyang has always been down the left hand. Yeah. Dortmund, he's not really yeah. been a, a main striker. Like, really? When was this? Yeah. At Dortmund. Yeah. He's always been on the left. Really? Yeah. You sure? Hundred percent. I remember him being on left because FIFA. <laughs> no, no, he's a left winger. I think he's played as a two at Dortmund at, at mm. time, but he's always been a left-sided player. He's never, been a, he's never been a, a lone forward no. up a three. He's always been a left. So if he's been playing as a two, he's always been on the left-hand side of that two. Mm. And if he's been playing in that three at Dortmund, he's always been on the left. He's never been a central player. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to reset. I'm not, look, I'm, Prove I'm, me wrong, bitch. Prove yeah, me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, um, I'm going to, next week, we're talking about that. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with Cordo. I, I would like to see him down the middle, but I, like, I think I said it, was it last week? He just doesn't want to smoke on these defenders. That's the only thing I think I have the problem with. Unless he's going to start making them runs and demanding that ball, He's not going to be that guy to get that smoke, get the touch, and get past a defender and get going. I just don't see. Yeah, it. I mean, this is because when you talk about him at Dortmund, I actually remember mm. like 
one of the things about what people used to say about him is that even though he has pace, in terms of like, you know, like you said, like actually like burning defenders, he, he weren't known for that. No you know, he yeah, was a striker, yeah, yeah. you know, he got on yeah. the end of things as opposed to, you Making know, run in. Going, yeah, going down that going down that left like that. So there was always other guys around him at Dortmund that did most of that legwork. He obviously had pace and acceleration and whatnot. He was known for that. But he, he weren't up and down the, the left wing like that. Even if he nah, was... he was always put in behind. But he, that's what I mean. Them runs, well, he was put in behind. Him, he got to put the yeah. ball in front of him, get him. Let him run onto it. But, and I think with our front three, I see it ball to feet all the time. Mm. Too, I mean, much. too much. They're too deep, collecting the ball from deep, ball to feet, and then they try and do a little pass and they just don't get, they don't get anywhere. Whereas yeah, yeah, I just yeah. want to see them, you know, especially against a high line, use your pace. Because mm. if we've got... If we've got William and we've got Pepe and we've got Aubameyang, yeah. they're fast players. You know what I mean? I Come on, man. Look what happened to Man United. They got beat on a counter from their own half. Yeah, yeah I mean, I want to see them kind of things. We have those kind of players that could really sit on the edge and just don't see it enough. You know, we have the Jackers that can pass. I'm not, honest, I'm not the greatest fan, but we've got Party, we've got Louise, we've got players that can pass that ball for all. It's just, that's why I say I want him to demand that ball sometimes he's there and just demand that make that run that says i'm going for it just you know i'll get there yeah but this is but this is why i don't like 30 odd year old players playing <laughs> outright yeah they got you got to conserve energy see something when when cristiano was the same age cristiano got moved to central i hear that but when then, you could like, do that twice and score twice then he's done then you know what conserve your energy chilling you don't have to do it you ain't yeah, doing it once then He's conserved it all game not to do it. Yeah, this is about, but I made a point before when I said, like, when Aitlin, when Ainsley Maitland-Niles would play behind um, Aubameyang, Ainsley did a lot of running. And he, he, he weren't as ambitious in attack as, say, Saka is. Yeah. So his main thing was, like, you're not going to pass me and I'm gonna, I've got an engine, so I'm going to be doing a lot of the legwork, you know, down this side. And so then, so Bamiang only had to worry about making those runs. And at that point, that's where he scored a lot of goals. If you check the record with when him and Ainsley played together, you'll see a Bamiang yeah, scoring yeah. record was probably at his best. So, you know what I mean, are there, other, are there other players working for him? Like, we know what he's good at. Do you know what I mean? I don't know, Tierney. Come on, man. That side right now is kind of looking me. But Tini will go on. Tini was goals towards the end of the season. Tini was also a man that would send him on. And I think that's why I'm probably going that. He ain't making them runs. He ain't saying to Tini, put me in. And Tini's not seeing him make that run. So he put, he's done it a couple of times. Tini's whipped that and he just ain't nowhere near it. Because it's like he ain't on that wavelength. He ain't on that ball no more. I just want more from him. If he's going to be my captain and going to be my main striker, as you know, I don't want him to be in that moment of a typical Arsenal um, sign the contract and he's staying missing. So we need to see something different quick. Yeah, I, we do, but like we need that from everybody, from everyone, because we like, we even talked about Lacazette and. Uh, uh, listen, I, I want him bench. So let's not talk about Lacazette. He's like, on the bench right now. But it's like we look, look. We just talked about Enketia. Right, and we're like mm, probably not good enough, and so then we've got Lacazette, who's like woefully out of form. So we're like, well, you know, what are we supposed to do there then? I would try this bag, um, Balogun, Balogun, really? or Balogun. Yeah, seriously. Balogun. 
Yeah, but that's because he wants to see what uh, what's happens. Do you know what I mean? And it's and it's fair argument. He looks better than Eddie with his actual football, the way he moves, the way he strikes. So for me, if I felt like I'm better than a man that's actually getting game time, why am I signing another contract? There's other clubs that were looking to sign him there before. Arsenal going to sell him for like nine mil. That's probably mm. more than we would have got for Eddie. So that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I've only seen, really seen him once, and that's when he came on against uh, Rapid Vienna. I watched a couple uh, of youth ones. So but I've only I seen like him it. that, and he did look pretty decent in that, to be fair. He made some you know, silky moves in a couple of times. So, yeah, I sort of agree with you. I think if, if time... We're at that point now where neither striker's really hitting it. They're in a selfless sort of situation at the minute, or they're not, you know, they're not getting that praise where they feel like they should be for, you know, because that number nine role at the minute is like, I think we said it on the Aspros earlier on this morning, it's a selfless position in Arsenal at the minute because you're not doing what you're meant to be doing. You're not being able to turn on the ball. You, you, you've got to hold it. You've got to move it. You've got to pass it and let the wingers come in, come onto the inside to go there. The problem is, like I said, don't do that. His first touch is absolute shite. You know, he falls over more often than not. And he, he just can't seem to hold the ball up at the minute. And I think that's the biggest issue. So on that, just quick before we go into the um, Aston Villa team, would you, either of you, I'm just going to ask both of you this question. Uh, Corey, I'll go to you first though, quick. Would you sign a new striker or would you sign a creative midfielder in January if you had the choice? Um, I would go for a new striker. Mm. Yeah, because when we start, when we because when we do look at the team and we like we look at our midfield and it's like, all right, Partey's just come in, and we've got El Nenny, and we we're all like really liking El Nenny at the moment, you know, and and we still got Sabayos there, and we've still got Shaka. You know, it's like, well, if we if we sign that player and if we sign that creative midfielder, then. Um, does that solve a Lacazette problem? Because I don't think anyone is really like dying for Lacazette to stay. You know, if we sold him, I don't think anyone would be too bothered. We haven't seen the best of him for a little while now. So I think I would probably prefer a striker. Yeah. And a striker that's kind of doing what like Harry Kane's doing. I'm sorry, I don't want to say his name on here, but what he's doing yeah. at the moment. We'll go with Firmino. Yeah, let's say Firmino. Yeah, yeah. someone that's got a bit about, it's not just a, a poacher. But it's a complete player. You know, can pass the ball. So they can drop deep if need be. Oh yeah, hold it up, drop deep, pass it, and then get on the end of things as well. Yeah, Jerome. Look, I would have probably said striker at a point in time, but I keep going back to the fact that I know Martellini's coming back. If we sign a striker, do I hamper him coming back to the team? And I'm excited to see that kid back in the team. And that's my only little bit of a. <laughs> Because, you know, we sign a striker or Marlene comes back, then we might get that Aubameyang switch. It might, you know, it's, it's, it's that's a different ball game already. So it's like, uh, do I, don't I? I don't know. Um, it is a tough sometimes, one, isn't it? Creative midfielder. I think if we signed a creative midfielder, the only difference for me why I would probably go that way is he would demand them to do stuff. Because none of these guys are people that want to create stuff for people like they're trying to trying to make it happen because that's what football is. You've got to make it happen. But when you've got someone putting it in and then having a go because you didn't make the run, I think we need some more of that. So I think a creative midfielder might 
drives them more energy and demand more from them. I think that could be the one. Yeah, that's fair enough. Both pair of good arguments. Yeah, definitely. Personally, if it was me, I'd have to go with the striker. Uh, I'd have to. I think everyone wants rid of Lacquer, boy. We are. We are. <laughs> I admit, we are very direct in our passing, rather than that creative side of it. So yes, it would be nice to see a creative midfielder. But anyway, it'd be also. I think it'd be better if we had someone who could score goals. Yeah, when you see the always win games, that's the issue for me. Yeah, when you see the impact of like, if if you look at all the hot strikers in the world at the moment, Mm. you know, and the impact that they make at their new at the club that they join, as opposed to a midfielder. Yeah, you know, it's levels. Like when if you're talking about, oh, would I rather Owa or Mbappe? I'm taking Mbappe. Do you know what I mean? There's a difference in that level. Go, yeah, yeah. Levels are a bit. <laughs> yeah, but all right. So Mbappe, look at Haaland at Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, he's gone oh, there. Gonna... He's just racking. He's just racking up his, but... his his goal tally. Like he's... I don't even know who it is behind Haaland. That's even like you know supposed to be. I don't think it, yeah, yeah. But I just know for him, soon as soon as he sniffs a goal chance, yeah, he's, he's on, on it. it, and he's probably gonna put it away. Do you see what I'm saying? Nine, nine times out of ten, he will put that ball away. Yeah, he's, he's the made fact that he's only cost them what? I think it was less than twenty mil. That is mental. I mean, Absolutely many mental. mental. It? Like they should have, they should have went. Like they should have moved to Earth to try and get him. No, yeah. No, but he uh, didn't. He say he went. He'd rather go over there for his career. <laughs> Something along the lines of like the development of his career. He didn't want to go United. Yeah, I think he wanted yeah. to go. I think he knows that he's going to end up at Real Madrid or something. So, oh, yeah. Dortmund are a great team. Bristol Dortmund always sell unless it's to Man United. Yeah, but they always sell. <laughs> so you know you can go there. It's like Delict when he went Juve. It's funny to think of Juve as a stepping stone club, mm. but. In a way, it was. So I would go there, go to the Italian league. It's a bit of a slower pace. Learn the more subtle things of defending. Mm. And then eventually I will go to like the Premier League or Barcelona or Real Madrid. Well, the only place Haaland is going is Bayern Munich. (laughs) (laughs) That's his only option coming out of that uh, Bundesliga. You know, they'll have some sort of deal in place somewhere. You know, they'll have a contract. They'll have a sly contract with Dortmund. Somebody say, oh, no, sorry, mate. You've got to go to Munich. You can't go anywhere else. Mm. That's what it's like in the Bundesliga. Yeah. <laughs> they'll have a they'll have a sly contract somewhere, you know, with the uh, you know well, the Bundesliga FA. So it's <laughs> that's how they are. But yeah, I agree. I think in all fairness, I I'm surprised someone like Arsenal didn't even try. You know, with him being such a young talent, again, it's something that he, he was on. It was cheap. You know, yeah. it, I just, he was, but he's well sought after. That was the thing. Like, You're sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I think, because, yeah. you know, with, with transfers, lots of agents and, you know, mm. blah, blah, who, the type of relationships agents have with certain people and stuff, you know, you don't, we don't oh, yeah. see it, but when you start looking into it, it's like, oh, that's why he ended up there, because... Oh, yeah, yeah, um, I agree, I, think, I agree with you. Lifestyles, all those things help as well, because some yeah. people don't necessarily want to come to England and live in England, for example, some people might not want to go to Germany, so I yeah, think a lot of it does take factors. Dortmund is a young team as well, so he's like a lot of younger yeah, players. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to have a bit more of a camaraderie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it makes sense. It does make sense for him to go there at this stage of his of his career. Same with Mbappe. Mbappe is from Paris. You know, where everyone's like, oh, why are you going to go there? You know, why not? Just you didn't go need to move. There? Why not? <laughs> but for him, he was like, no, I, I, you know, I'm still young. I want to stay in France a bit longer. I'm from Paris. All my friends and stuff are here. So I'm going to play at the highest level here for a bit, and then eventually I'm going to go to Real Madrid. So many levels of he as I'm getting paid, 
I'm going to live in my hometown, live in rich with my boys and win the title. You know, yeah. I ain't moving. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, we'll get this out of the way quick then. Uh, we have got, and I've pressed the wrong button. There we go, you're back. <laughs> um, this is the team I've got going out against Villa, uh, against us. This is pretty much the same team, barring Trezeguet on the right-hand side. I think Tirare is injured mm. for Sunday. And that's pretty much the team that I've put out all season, but uh, mm. since I got Barkley, yeah, it's been the same all season. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna they, like they I, have lost I, their last two games. Yeah, but I, I still worry about them. They lost their last two games, but they still scored three goals against Southampton. Uh, yeah, but I think they lost by uh, they didn't score, score three. against Leeds. Yeah, there was yeah. 3-0, you know? Yeah, yeah they, it, Leeds, Bamford, it was 3-0. Bamford and... was like, he got possessed by flipping <laughs> um, the um, R9 in that game. Like, the, goal, yeah. he, the goals he was scoring was just like, you know I mean? It's yeah. not goals he can score every week. So, yeah. that True. was fair enough. But, um, yeah. but look, they still, um, they have lost their last couple of games. But I think away, they 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 do quite well away. If I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they, they won their, like, the last four away games? Uh, I haven't looked. I sh- I'd say I should know that, but I really I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think you, you, you probably are right. Yeah, yeah, um, so, yeah, correct, yeah. correct. Yeah, so um, they um, they're on their day. They're a problem, you know. Grealish on his day is a problem. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. I I agree with you. I think Grealish is definitely the one to watch out for. I think Ross Barkley is another one to I watch. I think this out is for. a nice fit for Ross Barkley. This team. I think yeah. the way they play and the, the players around him, I think it's a good fit for him. I think I've always think he's a, he's a good player. It's just about the right fit. But the issue I see with this game, it's not going to be Arsenal v Villa. It's going to be Leno versus Martinez. Yes. Uh, That's uh, the issue uh, that we're going to find yeah. in this game. Yes. Yeah. Well, we just it's the battle of the keepers this game, I'm telling you. Well, let's, let's hope you can work, Martinez, because you know the way things are going. Do you know I mean you might have a really well, relaxed um, I, evening? I, but... I, I do think as well. As I say, I think party's going to demand a bit more. Hopefully, we'll see some more distribution. I don't think we're going to probably dominate possession in this game. We got to worry about them on the counter more. I think. Yeah. Yeah. With it, with his with us being at home, definitely. Yeah, they they're going to be a team that's probably going to sit back, similar to how. Leicester played. I wouldn't say it's going to be exactly like Leicester played, but they are going to be sitting back and trying to hit us on the break. We yeah. are quite subject to that because it's obviously happened before. Uh, and they have got some decent players in that forward line in Grealish and Barkley. Uh, Trezeguet, I haven't seen too much of, and Watkins, I haven't seen too much of either. Yeah, I mean, Watkins he was obviously all right. Yeah, he was brilliant against Liverpool, but you know, I think he's got like maybe scored a penalty since then. Mm. Um, so, you know, I don't know how consistent he can be. Um, but from what I saw against Liverpool, like, you know, you don't want to give him a chance. Yeah. You know? Well, I think this would be a nice, you know, because El Nene and Partey, obviously Partey didn't play most of the game against Leicester as well. So, you know, I think these things, which the, the game changes where we talk about the counters, breaking mm. up the play, this would be the test where we see how quickly we can break up these counters and how much we can just dominate, not letting them really break. Yeah, and this is where I've seen us, instead of playing four at the back, uh, we're going to go with a five just because of the setup they seem to stick with, you know, the the, the four two three one, um, yeah. with them having more four 
forwards with Grealish, Barkley, Trezeguet and Watkins, it makes sense for us to play five at the back. And I can see I can see that happening more than I could potentially see us playing a four three three. Yeah, but say, but saying all of that, I think we I think we're gonna win. I, yeah, I hope. We, yeah, I'd like yeah. to. I'd I think, like to score some goals. I think that's yeah. <laughs> I think I think when when they sort of went back after the United game, I think there was a lot of positives that you know Arteta could have highlighted when they sat back and they you know in the the viewing room and they watched the game and you know what I mean he could have, there's a lot of things he could have pointed out. Say, look, this is what you did right, and this is what we need to do more of. You know, and if we took these chances, then you know the scoreline could have been a lot worse for them. Yeah. So I think that's going to give them a lot of encouragement. And then because we have beaten the team like United and then we face a team like Villa, we should be like, okay, well, Villa are not on that level, so we should handle them. But in the Arsenal of the past have been known to like, you know, follow up a good win with a, a bad loss. So hmm. hopefully that doesn't happen. But I feel like we we should take some encouragement. We didn't get a lot of goals, but we should, we should take encouragement for that game and actually like put Villa away. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I, I, I agree. Go on, Drew. I think Mikel will be sending them into um, internationals, like saying, "Listen, let's get a good result going into internationals. We have to go into this, and cause, so we can come back and keep going." Um, I really do think that's what he's going to be pushing for. We had a good enough result yesterday, bar the game. But I think if he's telling these, like, "Listen, you beat Man United. This is Aston Villa. Let's get the result we need. Get the three points and." Put some smiles on the faces in this couple of weeks. Give us something to smile for during this lockdown. Fingers crossed. It's just a, it's crap, isn't it? That the internationals have come on during lockdown. How bad is that? I, 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 you'd need to scrap it. Like, what's the point? Internationals, yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree. what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Who actually them. watches them? Yeah, see, I don't. Corey? No, not really. <laughs> it's just crap football. <laughs> Really, it is just it one. It's boring and two. England, I can't, I can't get behind England because there's too many spud players in there. I just can't get behind them. Uh, we've had this discussion, haven't we? Before we have, we have. I just, I, just, I, just, I can't in do lockdown, it. Like, just let's forget it in lockdown. Just not worry about yeah. it. We had, we had to cancel the, the, you know, a major international tournament because of lockdown. Yeah. So mm. you know, what I mean, why are we canceling that tournament but continuing with these friendlies? It's absolute crazy. Do you know what I mean? It really is. It's not even like it makes money. <laughs> well, no, because there's no one watching it. That's what I mean. So there's no one going to the sense. stadiums. It doesn't make so sense. It, it, oh, it's yeah. shit. It really is shit. Right, so on that note, uh, have we got any uh, anything else to say on the Villa team? Guys, no, just, you know, obviously, um, Bellerin and 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 Holding got to be on their game against Grealish because you know hmm. that that's a contest that you know I can easily see Grealish winning. Um, but you know, I'm confident with um, with Gabriel, Gabriel there and whatnot. You know, being to clamp down Watkins, you know, I think that's a contest that you know we win. Yeah. Um, the battle of midfield, I feel like you know we should be. I mean, I do like McGinn and I do like Barkley. Um, so we have to outwork their midfield, definitely. We can't let them work harder than us. And like I said, this, we just need to see some urgency in the team. We just need to just step the, the, the speed of the passing and the intensity up about 20, 25%. And then I feel like it's going to open up more opportunities for us. But yeah, I think the Villas lost their last two games. I think they, you know, they're there to be beaten. 
Yeah, the confidence is out. Confidence-wise, it's our it's our way because we we'll be, have to beat Man United. Definitely, yeah. Uh, the momentum, sorry, not the confidence. Momentum's on our side. We should really be challenging easy. I won't say yeah. easy beating them, but we should be beating them. Yeah, Southampton put four past them, so you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, so we'll, we'll get one. We'll get one. When you can see the little goals like that. You do tighten up. In the next game, yeah, but then still, your confidence is not going to be that great. So let's take advantage. I want Arsenal to make Emmy cry. <laughs> yeah, I, I want Leno to make him cry. I'd love to see Leno score. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, the haters are gonna let the flip, won't they? Christ, yeah, do you know, yeah. just want to win. I, I think, I think two or three nil personally. That's what yeah. I'm going for. Well, go on and let's have some predictions. Jerome, what, what would your prediction be? 2 0. 2 0. Corey? 2 um, 1. Yeah, I was going to go 2 1 to Arsenal as well. So, yeah, I can't, I can't see us not conceding. I have faith in my man, Gabriel. He's like my um, my old school Matarazzi. While it's I'm in the other, defense, It's the other side. It's the right hand side, Jerome. It's the right hand side. That's the issue. Back on Sunday, them slides and last-ditch attempts, he made everything happen, and I feel he's going to be bringing more of that, so I'm going with a clean sheet. Oh, yeah, that, that slide on uh, Matic, wasn't it? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was something else. That. He's done a few of them. He has, yeah. He's, he, he tends to get away with it, though, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> it's nice It's nice to have a change of that, really, to be fair. It's nice to see someone an Arsenal team get away with with a slide like that, especially with someone like Mike Dean in the, uh, who was refereeing for the United team. You know, I'm surprised he got away with it. You know, when yeah, you see someone sliding in a box against Man United and Mike Dean's there, you're like, ah, that whole thing, shit. That whole thing was like, that whole game was like, we went to a parallel universe. You know, we went to Old Trafford, dominated them. Mike Dean was um, the ref. We got away with shit. Like, yeah. what is going on? Is this like, Dami 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 and everything's backwards. Mate, it's 2020. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> that's, that's the only thing you can put it down to. Oh, it's 2020. Oh, it can fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Right, on that note, I'm going to leave it there, guys. Uh, we will be back for the Leeds game. I think that the game itself is on the 22nd, I think. So we'll be on the Friday before, which probably will be the 20th. I haven't looked. I know we're going to be joined by uh, Big Steve for that one. Uh, so... There will be four of us, hopefully, if this one can sort his tech out. I'll be here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we will be joined by Big Steve. Uh, he, he is a, he, he likes the championship football, so it's he has watched Leeds through last season. He knows a bit about him, so it's nice to have someone who knows what, they, what they're talking about with Leeds, because I ain't got a fucking clue. I like one player at Leeds, and that's uh, Calvin Phillips, I think, is, is quality, personally. I think he'd be up there with a – he should be up there with a big team. Uh, that's all I know about Leeds. Okay. <laughs> well, you got time to do some research. Yeah, and I'm going to look into that. I'm going to look into um Aubameyang's Dortmund days as well. Just so yeah, you you, you <laughs> probably will prove me wrong, mate. But as far as I'm aware, he's always been on the left hand side. Yeah, well, I'm I'm going to do that right now, and then going <laughs> to. I'll wait for the text. I'll wait for the text. All right. Ah, you see, I told you. <laughs> How'd you like them apples? Uh, right, yeah. right, yep. Uh, so we will be back after the international break. It's shit that we're having to wait for the international break. 
But yeah. that's the way it is. Thanks for joining us, um, whoever's for, for the people who've been watching. It's been nice to have you. Um, although there hasn't been many of you live, but hopefully people start watching before the game. It will be nice. You know, we do talk about some good stuff. We are the alternative podcast on a Friday. We are the degenerates. That's the way I see it. <laughs> you know, let them get on with whatever they want to get about. We're the degenerates. We'll t- we'll tell you how it is. We'll tell you how it is. Uh, so, yep, yeah, I'll see you. Well, we'll see you guys then. Uh, we'll see you guys around the 20th of November. Uh, thanks for joining. See you later.